Hello and welcome back to What's Streaming. Uh, this weekend saw San Diego Comic-Con make a huge return. So this week we're talking all things SDCC. And in particular, we're going to be looking at all things Marvel Studios. Um, this week, obviously, I'm back with Rob. How are we doing, Rob? Doing great. What a great weekend. It was It was quite something. And myself and Rob are joined by Mo this week. How are we, Mo? Mo's good. Mo's very good. Very happy yeah. after the weekend. Yeah. I'm exhausted, though, because I was up till five in the morning. But it's fine. We move. We, we, we do move, indeed. Arguably, the biggest news of the weekend saw Marvel Studios announcing its Phase 4 ending later this year. We've got a confirmation of Phase 5 and even Phase 6 all coming together to represent the multiverse saga of the MCU. As I mentioned, Phase 4 is ending at the end of the year with Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And what a trailer that was. Uh, what did you think, Mo? Yeah, I... I'm going to be a blubbery mess if I talk about the trailer. So let's just go to Rob because this trailer just not Rob go. Mm. Uh, well, yeah, I definitely think it's the MCU's best trailer they've ever done. And it's, and the funniest part about it is it's not the most MCU trailer that they've done, but it's the best one. I mean, it's just emotional as, as just, it's super, super emotional. I, you can see the the heart. You can see the the way that Chadwick's passing has played into this movie from the couple minutes that we got there. I mean, the trailer. If the movie's anything like the trailer, it's I mean, it's going to destroy people's emotions. Definitely. Um, obviously, the trailer had. Uh, Thames's cover of No Woman No Cry, and I just think that that perfectly set the the tone of the trailer. Um, it was it was it was quite something. Obviously, the film is going to be introducing some new characters into the MCU, some known ones, um, and there are rumors of other characters making appearances. What do we think of finally getting Namor and Ironheart in the MCU? What's up with you, Rob? Beautiful. Beautiful. These are, I mean, you got Namor, who was the second character in Marvel Comics history, right after the Human Torch, or it could be flip-flopped, I can't remember. They're one and two, though. Human Torch and Namor, uh, the first mutant, yet to see if he's a mutant in the MCU, though. Uh, been waiting a long time for his live-action debut, for how much of a big character he is in marvel comics and then riri williams with Ironheart, uh a legacy character for iron man uh the next the next smartest person on the planet to make an advanced suit of armor at 16 years old uh and i, I think it was really nice to bring her in for uh wakanda forever to kind of link the, the tech and stuff in is she going to be 16? Because isn't she an MIT student? Yeah, so she graduated from MIT as a teenager. Or she goes to MIT as a teenager because she's a genius. Okay, yeah. I mean, I figure, I, yeah, fine, whatever. But I I'm, I feel like they're going to age her up. I don't think she's going to be 16 in, in that, in, in the show and in the film. 
I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure they're keeping her uh, a teenager in the in the MCU. Um, I don't, know. <coughs> I don't, I don't think, think there's are. a confirmation of her age in the MCU yet. Um, at, yeah, I don't know. It's just going over her in the comics, but yeah, I don't know. Because, yeah, Dominique Thorne is... Oh, she's 25. Okay. So mm. she could play a 16-year-old, but she definitely doesn't... Like, we've seen what a 16-year-old in the MCU looks like, and they look very, very 16-year-old-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't... And I don't... I think it would be quite frustrating to kind of restrict her storyline to, like, a high school... To high school age as well, anyway. Um, I'd rather they just age her up. And she's not 16, and she's, I don't know, 20 or something. We'll see. Anything is possible in the MCU. Speaking of anything is possible, Phase 4 is obviously ending, and we did get the Phase 5 roster. I'm just going to quickly brush upon all the release dates. So it's going to start with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania uh, next February. Uh, We're going to have Secret Invasion during the spring next year uh guardians 3 in may echo and loki season 2 in the summer the marvels blade ironheart agatha coven of chaos daredevil born again captain america new world order and thunderbolts wow okay so mo if you had to pick one of those titles that you could watch right now which would it be Agatha, one hundred percent Agatha. Wow. Okay. Yeah, like everyone's just like talking crap about it or how it's like unnecessary. I don't think it's unnecessary. I think it's just going to be a fun little dark comedy, as it was pitched. A little dark comedy, and it's Catherine Hahn. And if the casting rumors are true, it's going to have a lot of people that I really like in it. Um, so I am looking forward to that because it just looks like it's going to be a camp fest. Um, I wonder if they've got directors for it because I know Jack Schaefer is the head writer of it and I know they've taken on two other writers um, but Agatha, Coven of Chaos because I like the witchy side and like the magic side of the MCU only because it's just like like they, I, I feel like they sort of gave up trying to reconcile magic and science and everything which I'm happy with because I don't like that everything has a scientific explanation I just like it to be like obviously they're all sci-fi films at the end of the day or sci-fi series at the end of the day but at the same time it's just like just leave some things to the imagination just go crazy and i want to see her because i just thought she gave such a really good performance as agatha anyway in one division and it's just going to be like it's a way to introduce a lot of new concepts and a lot of i want to say like um not MacGuffins, but like useful tools for later down the line and like concepts later down the line that could come in handy um when they're facing against formidable opponents because it will also be interesting to see if agatha remains villainous or if they're going to try and protagonize her and be like yeah the loki treatment (laughs) a little bit yeah 
um, and I kind of hope she saves as a villain and we get like that villain um, thing because it's okay. We don't need to see every, we don't need to sympathize for everybody and be like, oh yeah, they're our favorite. But, and at the same time, people are, if you look back at the reaction when One Division was announced and people were saying, oh, who needs this? This is going to be awful. Everyone was saying it was going to be awful. Um, and it wasn't. Clearly, it's still like, it's still a lot of people's favorite show, and it created a whole army of wonder stands, um, <laughs> which I swear never existed before January 2021, um, or until that trailer, that first trailer came out. But yeah, <laughs> I just think it's going to be an interesting, an interesting show, and I don't because we know so little about Agatha as a character in the MCU. It would be interesting to see them bring in some other characters that could then make deals with other characters to then introduce a certain flaming rider onto a onto the scene. Yes. Definitely. Saying that What about did, you? Um I'm gonna say Blade just because so I've never seen the original Blade. But wow. the shit, I know. The shit. So, like, looking at all the titles, there's obviously so there's there's the cosmic ones. Then you've got your more sort of your grounded stories, your magic. Um, it's the one that sort of stands out. That obviously we're we're getting Werewolf by Night this year. Um, it's Are we? Does it even exist? I don't hmm. know. Does it exist? Yeah. Does it? We'll, we'll never know. It's just, it's such an intriguing title because I'm so excited to find out this new sort of corner of the MCU. Um, and it's Mahershala Ali, um, a great actor. Um, so I'm ready to watch that one. Um, I don't know. As much as I'm excited for every title on that list, I think I'm definitely more intrigued about that one. Um, for sure. Oh, yeah. What about you, Rob? I think there's there's, there's, only, there's only one. Gotta, there's only one. Gotta, do I got to answer that question? I mean, he's obviously very okay. excited for. Oh, it's um... blurring! It's blurring it! It's blurring it! You're obviously very excited for I Am Groot season two. Yes, that's what it is. I Am Groot. No, Daredevil, Born Again. If I could see that show right now, I, I don't know what I would do to see it but I would do some things to see it right now. Uh, Charlie Cox back as Daredevil, Vincent D'Onofrio back as Kingpin, uh, Matt Corman, Chris Ord uh, are writers. Uh, as far as we know, like with people attached to it, they did covert affairs for like a couple seasons on USA Network. I haven't seen it. I don't know what their writing is like, but um, I got trust in Feige. I got trust in Marvel Studios to give us a daredevil project that we deserve that follows the legacy of the uh, previous three seasons that aired on Netflix. Um, 18 episodes in a season. That's, that's actually mind blowing to me. And we probably are going to get obviously more returning uh, cast members from, I would hope the original series. Um, Maybe get some bullseye in there. Stilt man, I hope. I hope we get stilt man. 
the owl. I, I don't know. Just give us 18 episodes. You can do so much with that. I just want every daredevil villain to come in. Yeah, no daredevil born again. Beautiful. I, I wouldn't say that. Bit, so a couple of hours before Comic-Con, I got wind of the title oh, uh, from somebody. And I called Rob up and I was like, <laughs> oh, Rob, um, I have some news for you. Um, and you should have been there on the phone call because when, yeah, when, when that happened, it was like, I told him and I think he started like screaming. Um, it, 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 yeah, it wasn't even the fact that there was going to be a Daredevil show announced because it had already came out previously that we were going to be getting a revival or, you know, like mm. a soft reboot on Disney+. Plus. But it was the subtitle that made me freak mm-hmm. out. My my guess was Man Without Fear. That's just the easiest subtitle to go with. That's just that's Daredevil. But Born Again, my favorite comic storyline in all of Marvel history. That's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful that they've chosen that name. How do you think it's gonna release? Sorry, what are you saying? Oh, no. Actually, that's that's a really good question because I was going to mention that as well. Um, uh, two, yeah. two, two, nine, two, nine episodes, I would think. I can't see them going four and a half months straight of Daredevil. I mean, that's like cable network recorded on your DVR yeah. kind of stuff. Like, I see them doing mm. either two, two parts of nine episodes or, or three parts of six. Um, I don't see them doing that. Really? I'm going to throw something out there. Okay. I am thinking that what they're going to do is two episodes a week. Oh, okay. 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 Um, I wouldn't Because mind that, that would, because I think it's done on like, I think it, it will be, it will basically be two episodes of sort of like 30 minutes each, mm-hmm. 30-ish minutes each. And then you'll get your hour of Daredevil each week for nine weeks. Because it depends on how quickly they want the story to set him up for future appearances. Mm -hmm. Um, As well as that, it's like you can't really do a Daredevil thing in half an hour. I don't think you can do it really well in half an hour. Um, So I feel like what they're going to do is do a lot of... Um, it depends on if they also take like a procedural route with it. I was going to say if yeah. they do procedural, like, or if it's if it's going to be eighteen episodes of forty-five to fifty-five minutes each, that would be crazy. Um, that would but, be and insane. then I think they then I think they would do like a, a nine-two split. Um, but it just depends because I don't know how I don't know how much of budget they want or, or how much they're going to have. But it's yeah, it's ridiculous. I think it's something like. The report going around was that it was twenty five million an episode for each of the Disney Plus shows. So if they're still spending that much of money, then what I think they're trying to do now is set Daredevil up as a character to get people used to him appearing in things, so that people will so they set him up in She Hulk, so then they get more subscribers, so that they can justify spending close to half a billion on one season of TV. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I really hope that it's not they're not actually spending 25 million an episode on that because that's and for it to be what half an hour 25 million million on on half an hour of tv is pretty ridiculous 
What if it's shorts? <laughs> Just oh 18 God. shorts, 18 three minute shorts released like sporadically once every two weeks or something. <laughs> Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. I think they're going to kill it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, I think they're going to, re- I hope that their release strategy for it is a little bit, like a little bit different. And I hope that, because I think this is what you were going to say, Josh, TV rating. Yeah. 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 I hope that because obviously we know Marvel Zombies is going to be TVMA um, and it's less risky to do it. Uh, like a more risque project on a streaming service because you don't have to convince people to actually go to the cinema and watch it and you don't have to convince families because yep. the families are going to be in the house that are already paying for the service anyway. Um, so it's less of a gamble to do yeah. a rated R or TVMA streaming project than it is to do a rated R film in the theatres. So I hope, well, I, I don't hope that they do because I think they do a good job without it, but I'm, I'm inclined to believe that because Marvel Zombies is going to be TVMA, it's more likely that uh, Daredevil will be TVMA as well. Yeah. Uh, Definitely. I wouldn't mind either TV14 or TVMA, uh, whichever way is fine with me. The one question I haven't seen gotten asked a lot because everybody's been getting so overwhelmed with these 18 episodes, the fact that we're getting 18. I haven't seen people ask why are we getting why are we getting so much yeah of this one specific character like why is daredevil getting 18 episodes in general not that i'm mad but i would have been pleased with like 10 episodes that would make sense to me but 18 is like an insane amount of episodes for a first season like i wonder if this is going like it's it's daredevil's first solo outing in the mcu but in a way it makes me think could this show be almost uh, in the way that Cap 3 was Civil War? What if, like, Daredevil Born Again is, like, the first major street-level, like, event for Marvel? Like, 18 episodes is a lot, and I don't know if they're going to carry... If it's not an event, I don't know if carrying a plot over 18 episodes would be the smartest idea if it's not something gigantic. Yeah, or else I feel like it could be split between three or four episode arcs all throughout the season or something like that. So I don't know. Did but they? This is a lot. No, it's it's a great amount. Did they announce any episode lengths for any other shows, or was it just because of how significant Daredevils was that they announced it there? I, believe I think the general guessing, rule uh, for. Sorry. No, because I was just saying, obviously, I'm guessing the, the assumption is six, six for a, a season like the. Well, yeah, the I think the general rule was that they want to make about six hours of content per project. So obviously with a nine episode season, then that's around about 30 ish minutes. One division had a, had a bit more. Uh, I think it had like 45, 40 something minutes in, in the final few episodes. Um, but the general rule is that it's six hours of content so if it's a six episode season it's going to be one hour episodes one hour episodes but with daredevil if you I mean, were getting has to go over that <laughs> yeah yeah so so with daredevil what is it so six uh, so... it can absolutely blow oh, I mean, 20 minutes yeah i was 20 just gonna say episodes. 
Yeah, twenty minute episodes could absolutely. Yeah. So I don't imagine that it's going to be twenty minute episodes for Daredevil. Um, no. Because even that six hours is like including credits and in that. So um, yeah. imagine you've got fifteen minutes of Daredevil and then five minutes of credits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't every week. But but no, I think I think it's it's really strange that they've dedicated this much to Daredevil in particular. Um and yeah, I did kind of question it a little bit. I was like, why why eighteen? And it's also he said first season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so what do you like does Daredevil really need 18 episodes to set up the street level MCU. Um, and then is the second season going to going to drop down to six or something? Who knows? That's what I'm saying three to four, three to four episode arcs of like different villains, just setting up a bunch of different aspects of street levels, the mob, you know, the different gangs. Um, hell, you could even just, you could use it to bring in other street level heroes that haven't been introduced in the MCU yet. Um, if Sony will allow it, which is not likely, give us freaking uh, a Daredevil Spider-Man crossover we've all been asking for now that we have confirmed that Spidey is going to street level now, which I mean, it was pretty clear No Way Home he was going to, but Kevin Feige said it himself that Daredevil and Spider-Man will be like the two front runners of street level Marvel, which is my favorite part of Marvel. doesn't get better than that. And I don't know. I mean, we know Kingpin. Now, here's this guy. Here's this guy shaking his head. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, the Daredevil Spider-Man crossover is imminent. Like, it will happen at some point, no matter what. Oh, for um, sure. But give us give us it in the Daredevil series, man. Give us something. We know Kingpin's in it. Spidey and Daredevil versus Kingpin. Uh, <sighs> Jessica Jones. There's been rumors that Daredevil's appearance and She-Hulk will start to plant the seeds for... Uh, maybe a jessica jones return um like what daredevil's been up to what he what his mission it kind of is at the current time see him in echo you know plant more seeds and then we get to his solo outing and we get everybody i don't know everyone's back just bring them bring them all back <laughs> nothing jones sorry get sigourney weaver while we're at it you know just sweep her <laughs> in God, she was even a part of that. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how people react to it because people are making a lot of presumptions over it, and I just I don't engage with with that anymore. Um, <laughs> I, I I just do me. Um, yeah, I just do me. Just do me. Just do me. Uh, I don't. I don't engage with people that because people. Oh, because people um, generally like to just say things, and then they just say things, and there's like no thought behind anything that they're saying. So I'm like, okay, well, if you're not going to think about what you're saying, I'm not. Like Disney's going to ruin Daredevil. Pretty much, or (laughs) oh my god, 18 episodes is too many episodes now. Like you guys were complaining about six episode seasons and now yeah. you're getting yeah. triple that and you're like oh and no a, yeah the most for any the most screen time for a single project in the mcu mm. he's gonna lap iron man screen time in no time 
within like what ten episodes, you'll have lapped it. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be interesting to see how much because what the MCU doesn't do is do like backstories. Um, they tried to do that with Black Widow and it failed. Um, but yeah, the MCU doesn't really do backstories, so it will be interesting to see where this series picks him picks up from. Um, I don't want another. Are origin. they going to? Are they going to presume that he's the Netflix one, or are they going to say, "Is it? Is the first episode going to start with a previously on Daredevil?" <laughs> oh my gosh! No, that would be if it does, that then, would be crazy. Then that ca- that canonizes everything, and I'm going to be so annoyed. <laughs> um, <laughs> me too. I will be too. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's interesting, but it's something that Mo from two years from now has to worry about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> just trying to think. This time in two years. Oh, so two years tomorrow. Thunderbolts is out. So yeah. Oh god. That's gonna be fun. I it's gonna be fun, but I'm not until I know the lineup, I'm not feeling excited for it. Um yeah. because it will be interesting to see if if you know the lineup, then it makes it a bit easier to because part part of the fun of watching multiple films and series is just engaging with the theories and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Until they announce a lineup, I just have no attachment to it apart from saying, "Oh, this is who I want to be in it, and this is who I want to be in it." But then I have no thing of who's going to be the villain, who's going to be any of that. But yeah. Anyway, I'm just rambling. I with Thunderbolts, I hope they take the route uh, from when the Thunderbolts first formed in the comics. Now I don't know if they're going to do it because it seems like Val is somehow involved in the government. A little bit, um, but like in the comics, the Avengers are gone, and uh, I don't remember exactly how it went, but basically Zemo puts together the team, they cause the crimes, and then they dress up as heroes, and then they go and they save everybody, but then they got all the stuff out of it anyway, so it doesn't matter, and then they look like good guys. But then further down the line, the villains that Zemo picked on the team end up actually liking being a superhero more and Zemo is like no that's not how that works so they like turn on him and like fight him and kill him because they genuinely enjoyed being good guys after doing it Um, so I think that'd be something really cool to see maybe in the movie as like a little arc is like they actually start to enjoy being the good guys a little bit but we'll have to we'll have to see Uh, Feige did confirm that members some members of the lineup we haven't even met yet yeah there will be Ooh. characters that we have no idea about yet um that oh. are going to be well, so titania the team. titania for sure i think she'd be in it i don't know maybe if val pops oh yeah she hulk yeah i feel like think val's recording from black panther namor i think namor would fit well on the thunderbolts no 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 no, yes. keep him away from that. Namor keep him, fit, keep him away from Namor that. Namor is a douchebag. He would perfectly no, no. fit on the Thunderbolts. <laughs> no, I already feel like I love Namor, so shut up. Um, I feel <laughs> you, can very still, you, you can be like the, the Wanda stands. You can just defend him <laughs> no, 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 because if he, no, because if if they they're like 
because he's just going to be the butt of a joke, and I'm not going to like it if he's in the Thunderbolts and and he's the butt of the joke, because he's going to be the only one there with superpowers, like actual superpowers, because he's a mutant and he's got little wings on his feet, and and I love him. So should I mean? I mean, if Abomination is on there, he'll have superpowers. No, Abomination. His name is Abomination. Come on. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but still, I don't know. I feel well. There's been rumors that Val, that she was on set of Black Panther two, and I feel like out of everybody, I mean, who else? Baku, but he's not really like a bad guy. Mm. Um, I mean, Namor I think, I think could be printed as a bad guy to the world, and Val's like, hey, come on, like, she like, no, I think you. she'll recruit not. Not Shuri. I think she'll recruit Letitia Wright as, as, as she's going around collecting <laughs> villains. She'll recruit Letitia Wright. <laughs> Just be like, you're coming, you're coming with me. Like, what? I should know, no, not Shuri. As Letitia Wright. <laughs> and then everyone no, just turns on cool. her. Yeah. Cool. And she's like, what? I just asked questions. Shut up. I can't believe it. Although I will say that. Figured out the ending of uh, Thunderbolts. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, it is called Thunderbolts for sure now. It isn't Dark Avengers, or they're not name swapping it. So I think Red Hulk could be a bet for the roster, especially with it being Thunderbolts. Um, mm-hmm. And William just, dead. yes, but uh, I talked to you about it previously. Now that we know it's Thunderbolts, and he's uh, really or not William, um, yep. whatever first name Thunderbolt Ross. Oh, um, that. Uh, somehow explain off screen. Oh, yes, he's become Red Hulk. Just get a voice actor and just he's Red Hulk. The the, the whole movie. Oh no, so still, sorry. I thought you were talking about that. about was it Betty Betty Ross or Betsy Ross? Betsy Betty Ross. No, no, is Bet no Betsy Betty Ross Betsy Ross. Wait, which one stitched the American flag? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, one of the let's go to Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Liv Tyler. I feel I, I I remember seeing something that maybe she could become Red Hulk or something. Ooh, like there has been a Red She Hulk before in the comics, so that's not out of the question. That would be cool. Um, although it would be really funny if they just got She Hulk herself and were like, yeah, cool, <laughs> yeah, fight. Thunderbolt now. So Rob's theory is that She Hulk is set during the blip, so during that five year gap between. Um, Infinity War, or the be at the start of Endgame and like the bulk of Endgame. So, I and it's to do with Hulk being injured and then not being injured and then being in not like having an injury after Shang Chi, uh, in the post credit scene there, then being we, in yeah. in Hulk form and he, he the first trailer the showed injury, that, but he's back in yeah. banner form, but still has his arm and the sling. So, yeah. So Rob's theory is that something happened an event happened in those five years and it caused a hulk smart hulk to revert to banner form and somehow get injured um i don't know if if we'll see that there's no indication that the show is set during or after the blip um when it's set at all um what we do know though is that um oh shoot it very well could be set during the blip that's right because if yeah, because if Wong is coming in, and we know Wong didn't dust, and Wong and Abomination have built up a rapport uh, in those years, and Shang Chi, and by Shang Chi they were friends. Yeah, but he was still in. He was still in either prison or was it 
a containment center or something. It was, or was it the transformation it's like, it's the lab? Big, it's the big. Uh, it's the supermax. It, it, yeah, it's the supermax facility. But my my also theory is that through the trailer, it doesn't seem to show that that what Wong is coming to Jennifer for and her having to represent abomination are connected somehow. So I'm thinking, what if we get to see how Wong and Abomination somehow met because yeah. they're both in this show. And I'm wondering if it has to do with She-Hulk one way or another that they've met. And then by the time we see them again in Shang-Chi, they're like buddies or whatever. So that's what I'm saying. I feel like it has to be set during that five-year time jump of what was going on. And I, I wouldn't doubt that we get more backstory on um, how Professor Hulk came to be, except for the one line of putting the brains and the bronze together in the Gamma Lab. <laughs> uh, I feel like Bruce would definitely talk to Jennifer about that a little bit, especially if he's guiding her on being a Hulk now. Mm. So, because in that in that first in that Comic Con trailer, he was he seemed surprised that she reverted to Gen form back in when she was sleeping. So, mm -hmm. it's like he's trying to figure it out a little bit as well to see if he can yeah. have that control over it. It, it looks like she can he, transform just in general, which is actually crazy to me. Yeah, because yeah. when she's in the when she's in the courthouse, she's like, "You gotta transform." Yeah. She's like, "All right, fine," and she does it. That's not She Hulk when she becomes She Hulk. She's always She Hulk. Yeah. So they're switching it up for this, which I don't mind. I I, I really like that aspect. Awesome, She Hulk arriving on the seventeenth of August on Disney Plus. Um. Okay. So. With phase five, sort of, we're going to brush that under the carpet. Um, no, 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 quickly, quickly. Sorry, sorry. Not. I don't mean to interrupt. <laughs> I don't mean to interrupt. I don't have any information on this or anything at all, but um, actually two things before we move on to what I think you're going to move on to. But um, do we think that everything in phase five was announced? No, no. No, no. Yeah, D twenty three still. Come on. <laughs> if not, what do you think could be announced in Phase Five, and where do you new, think it will place? Are you saying new projects or projects we haven't heard of, and there's dates going to be in Phase Five? So yeah, obviously we know he said that Thunder. He being Feige has said that Thunderbolts is capping off Phase Five, which is fine. Yeah. What projects do you think? So we know that there's a Shang-Chi sequel. We know that there's Wonder Man. Mm -hmm. um, we know, potentially we know, but I'm not going to say how we know. Um, other um, things and academies. Yes. yes. Um, okay. Wonder Man, I think, is one of the dates in Phase 6. I will yeah. say that. I think Wonder Man is a Phase 6 one. Um, now the one you just referenced, I would like to think that could possibly, and again, they would really have, that would have to be D23 announcement and then ramp up production like tomorrow. Quickly. Yeah. Like, like ramp it up very fast. Um, I won't rule it out for phase five. I think it would fit the most in phase five. Um, especially for what we know about in phase six right now. Um, I feel like those characters would be involved heavily. Um, so yeah, I, I, I would actually 
uh, yeah, I'd say that 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 could be phase five. Definitely. Do we think that that academy will, through maybe a bit maybe rivalry between a, another superpowered group of people, do we think that that academy will very quickly be replaced by a school? I want to say no. I want okay, to. Right. I want to because we need to give them their time to shine before they take their place as a front part of MCU, big money maker. I feel like Marvel will establish them as the next coming. They will give them their time, especially with the characters that are involved with that and the very big movies we know about in phase six that we are going to move and talk about soon. Um, very, very heavily linked to that um, if they go that route, which I can see them going that route. Um, give them that, give them their big moments in those movies, and then phase seven, we get the school. We bring in the yeah. school. Phase seven onward, whatever this next saga will be, I think will be the era of ushering in this whole new group of superpowered individuals, which can be their own cinematic universe. <laughs> I think fine, whatever. I I mean their story is sort of timeless. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, their story very much is. Um we I'm going to save my thoughts so we can get to uh, talking about phase six, because after we get on talking about phase six, then we can give our theories on phase seven. So yeah. uh, we've got questions as well. We've got we do have to, to deal with. We and one of them is coming right up shortly. Quickly, I just want to interject. I do think Deadpool three will be phase five yeah. as well. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I feel like that's a sure bet. Um, and I saw a funny tweet before, obviously. Um, in the US, Deadpool 1 and 2 and Logan made their way mm-hmm. to Disney Plus and obviously everyone was like, Oh, it's 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 coming this weekend, guys. We're we're getting we're getting Deadpool 3, the Pirates. Okay. I was one of them. I just I just <laughs> love the internet. Do you know what I mean? It's but it made sense. It you did it made complete sense. It was but, just uh, one of those weird coincidences though. It is it was... a weird coincidence, but now that I think about it, drop them on Disney Plus. Give it time to marinate September. Yep. September. Yeah. I know. Definitely. I'm going to disagree with you there because what? I'm, yeah, I, I'm going to disagree with you there only because it's just, it was a perfect opportunity to do it then. It's well known that it's, sorry. They've, they've got the stuff. For it's it. well known that it's, yeah, it's well known that it's in production. It's well known that like they, they are the most open about Deadpool 3. Than they are about any unofficially announced films ever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they they're incredibly open about it, and and I just wish that they'd have given people something because you you're riding that wave of Kamala Khan being the first mutant introduced in the MCU, and why delay that until September just to get people used to the idea of of that? And, and I know people don't really consider Deadpool to be a mutant, really. Um, what? No, he's very much a mutant. People are. People don't yeah. consider him to. People think mutant X Men. People don't view Deadpool in that same thing because of how different the films were to the rest of the X Men films. Oh, yeah, and that's a general that audience true. thing. Um, 
yeah, that's a general audience thing. It's not. I, I just wish that they'd taken the opportunity to confirm it at the very least. Then get Ryan Reynolds on stage and be like, yeah, do that. But I don't know. I don't run Marvel or Disney. Wait, um, wait till they find out that Deadpool was an X Men once. <laughs> and um, but given what we've just talked about, sorry, I wanted to ask one of the questions, which comes from Chris Connor. Hmm. Good friend, Chris. And he asked, where will we see Kate Bishop again, do you think? Pick me. Pick me. Pick me. Yeah. Josh? Ant-Man th- ah! <laughs> well. Ant-Man 3. Ant-Man 3. That's what I'm saying. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, I don't I'm... have time to introduce her. <laughs> Uh-huh. Sorry, Josh. It's fine. Don't worry. Um, I don't know. Given that slate of, I think the the the, the hardest thing about all these titles is we have maybe apart from Ant Man, Secret Invasion, Guardians, the Marvels, we don't have any sense of current storytelling. We only know a few sort of little details that are we're connecting with imaginary dots, and when you're you're trying to build these these characters up in these universes. It's always figuring out where's best for them to pop up next. So I think with Kate Bishop, because there's no concrete evidence of either uh, more Hawkeye um, or sort of where Kate would fit in. And all those people on Twitter really want a Yelena and Kate sort of team up. Mm. So then when you look at that, you think, oh, she could be in like a sort of, if, if Yelena is going to be in Thunderbolts, there could be like a small scene with the two of them and you could sort of fit Kate into there. Um, but for for what's been announced for phase five, there's not really anywhere apart from Thunderbolts where you can just say, do you know what? There's going to be a throwaway scene with Kate Bishop. Um, you find out she's she's working with the Avengers and all, all this stuff. So right now, I don't think there's a definitive answer to that question. It is all up in the air but i think thunderbolts could do it if elaine is in there um even a further stretch obviously we're getting potential well is it confirmed we're getting daredevil and echo yeah if we're going for that sort of street level we could see a maybe and then obviously daredevil as well but i don't think they're gonna do that i could yeah nah so thunderbolts is my answer for that question i don't think they're gonna wait that long to use Kate Bishop, because that's what two years away now. I don't think they're going to wait that long to use Kate Bishop again. I think that we are going to see her um, pop up like everywhere. She was such a fan favorite character. Um, I feel like what we might see her in is what have we got? What have we got? Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Very well done, Josh. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um one second mm. play some elevator music do, do, do. they could throw her into iron heart i guess if they want to do some world building they could, yeah. well yeah kate and riri meeting up um walking past each other down the street I'm like oh i know you <laughs> what are they going to do for 18 episodes of daredevil <laughs> Um, 
Exactly. So he's going to be born again. I think. <laughs> no, exactly. So they 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 could use him to set up the street level people. Um, and if Kate Bishop's going to be that street level hero, she could be a huge part of Daredevil. Um, as far as like a mentoring thing goes, or as far as far as him building it, it just depends on on where they on on whether or not he's. I don't know. It just yeah, just depends on whether or not he's. Uh, well, we know he's going to be Daredevil by the time the show starts, but whether or not he's the Netflix Daredevil or if he's the implicitly Netflix Daredevil, um, like kind of the exact same backstory just in a different universe. But yeah, um, yeah, I think she could show up in Daredevil. She could show up in, but I I really do think that there's an unannounced series uh, that's coming. And I think it's just going to be six episodes, um, and it will hit around about it will hit around summer ish next year, or like like that gap between summer and was it fall? Yeah, fall. Yeah, <laughs> between and then it will hit Marvels and Blade. But no, between that's, Iron that's and Agatha. Oh, okay. What sort of as far push... as the series? Yeah. Even summer twenty twenty four between Captain America and Thunderbolts, there's there's a gap there, maybe. Well, yeah, like, but my thing is that I don't think they're going to wait two years to use her. Okay. Um, and there's there's not a lot of VFX needed for her in particular. Um, so I feel like what they're going to do is at that point they're going to set up this academy. Yeah. Um. And I think that's when we'll start to see a bit more clarity as far as um the mentoring role that the older Avengers will have on those in the Academy. Mm-hmm. Where is this Academy? Is it in the middle of the, the Indian Ocean in Tiamat's uh, hand? We don't know. But I think Ant-Man 3 is going to lay the seeds for that. Yeah. I am fully on the belief that it will lay the seeds for that, and that's why I believe that her next appearance will be in that. No, no, not in a major role, obviously a cameo. Yeah, I think that her appearance will be the start of all the little. I mean, they've already they planted the tiny, tiny ones with you know this character here, this character here, bringing them in like one by one. Um, but I mean, it's very obvious that she will be the front runner of that. Um, and especially with Ant Man three, and Kang being the villain, and a version of Kang being a very integral part of that story and then where we're heading in phase six i really really think that for academy um ant-man 3 will really start to pick up the um the the groundwork on that especially in stature obviously i mean stature is going to be a big part of it as well so i think obviously they they could go the, the sort of Doctor Strange post credit route. I think that'd work best. Mm-hmm. Do you know obviously if, if Kate's gonna show up, uh, it might be a post credit with her and that's what I would assume, yeah. Her yeah. and stature most likely. Yeah. But I don't I don't think so. Not if that oh wait, no, 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 that, that does align with the thing. <laughs> That really does align with the thing. The thing that that what we both know. Ah, uh, the thing. All... Yep. Not the thing. Not the thing. The not Ben Grimm, but the <laughs> thing. Um, the but yeah, no, thing. 
fine, fine. Yes, I, I, I agree. I agree, Rob. You've, you've twisted my arm. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I can I'm already, I can with... already imagine during that project. Um, you know, let's say uh, that version of Kang appears out of nowhere through some time stream, crash lands in this timeline, <laughs> explains, and then Kate's like, uh, Cassie. Uh, isn't this what you were talking about? And then Cassie's like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about. And then it's like, go from there. End episode one. End episode one, exactly. <laughs> or, you know, first 30 minutes of movie, however. Yeah, it's going to be a series. It's 100% going to be a series. Definitely. Um, only because... There are gaps in the release schedule, and I believe that the way it's going now is that they want something new every single week yeah. of the year. Um, and I'm not mad at that, to be honest, because it's just more stuff to watch. And no. you don't have to watch everything. You can wait till it all comes out. And they are they already said that they're going to be releasing new things from every single of the, the marquee brands um, each week um, by around about this time. This or by by like September 2022 is when they're going to have new things premiering from every single marquee brand. So I do definitely believe that it's going to get to the point where you're going to have a new Marvel the MCU Disney Plus original premiering every single week, and it's going to be good, and people are going to like it, and they can yeah. shut up about it. Yeah, no, shove content down their throats. I'm all for it. It's not content; it's media. <laughs> Anyway, Josh. Josh. Is Josh there? I don't we've know. Lost Josh. Have we lost Josh? Yes, we have lost, we've lost Josh. Josh. We've anyway. lost Josh. You? Instead of. So, yeah, I think. Um, I think, yeah, the, the idea of the West Coast Avengers, I feel like Wonder Man is going to obviously be setting that up a bit. Um, yes. And. They're going to like. I like the idea that I I like the idea that Scott and Hope and White Vision or whoever it is does this mentorship thing. We just need to get Kate out of New York. <laughs> yes. And maybe after, um, maybe she goes to UCLA or something. Um, mm-hmm. For, for university or if she goes and does something that may like basically you just need to get her out of New York and then I'm on board um, because the, like the Avengers are a yeah I yeah I am I'm more on board with, with this the more talking about it because you know who lives in San Francisco she Scott and Hope no Scott and Hope Shield does she is that no that's New York isn't it she's LA She's LA. Oh, I thought it was New York this whole time. I don't know why I didn't even think about. No, that. no. Yeah, she, <laughs> anyway. she she'll mentor them. She'll mentor whoever. Um, so phase six, um, we finally got a date for Fantastic Four. Uh, we still don't have a director, but all signs are sort of suggesting we may or may not be getting some more news on the title at D twenty three. But that is not what we're going to be talking about. Um, Mo's got his hand. It up. is. It is for, for like two seconds, and then I'm going to shut up. Um, it's that a while ago, a reporter from one of the trades had said 
that Marvel is in no rush to look for a director and will have one um, by around about September anyway. And this was like a week or so after Watts had left. Um, so this was early May. And, and at that point, we didn't know Disney Plus Day was going to be in September. Um, and yeah. we didn't know it was going to be the prelude to D23 either. Um, okay. But putting the pieces together a little bit, we're going to have a director, definitely. Oh, for sure. By then. I am, I'm like 95% sure we'll have a director by then. Steven Spielberg's Fantastic <laughs> Four. That was, uh, that was like the wildest two days on the internet. <laughs> I know. That was that was a wild. It, was, it anyway. was real to me. It was real to me. So, um, Phase Six sort of brings in a lovely question from Brit. Why do you think they're doing two Avengers films so close together? Obviously, we've got the Kang Dynasty on the second of May, and then we have Secret Wars in November of twenty twenty-five. What do we think? Because by then it will have been six years since an Avengers film. Yeah. Um, you, Rob? Are you the sort of? I, I mean, yeah. I just think it, I, I think the most obvious answer is whatever happens at the end of King Dynasty leads directly into the events of Secret Wars. Yeah. Um, whether the Avengers win or lose, I would actually think that the Avengers win in King Dynasty, but we all know what happens when you kill a Kang. Yep. Like a million more pop up left and right. So I think they win in Kang Dynasty. They kill a Kang. Yeah. And then whatever events, like whatever happens because they kill Kang, inexplicably causes secret wars and will create Battle World or whatever they want to do. Yeah. It's time to replay Lego Marvel Superheroes 2, I think. Get me in the get me in the zone. What a game! Um, I am really excited for two Avengers films in one year. That's nuts. Um, It's it's so it's crazy to think about six months apart, two Avengers movies. And I think as well, we're meant to be getting a Star Wars film in that December. So that that winter box office for Disney is going to be insane. It's it's going to be mad. And we're meant to be getting Avatar, whatever. Avatar yeah, 3, 2025, yeah. right? Uh, that would be 2024. It's every two years. Oh, okay. It's, okay. I mean, I yeah, think until Disney's, he delays it by another year. And Disney's plan was they, going forward, obviously, they want Avatar, December, and then the next time we have a Star Wars one, but we all know how Star Wars is at the minute, so anything yeah. is possible. I will say, though, I do like the idea of, obviously, the last time we had a two-part, well, technically a two-part Avenger stories, they they lose in the first half, mm-hmm. and I sort of wouldn't want to see that again. That's what I'm saying. I feel like it, it would be so, weird yeah. feeling of the repeat of the same. So no, it's it's a very interesting turn to they've won, but at, at what cost? Do um, you, now hold on. If I if we look at the slate, let me look at it real quick. It just um, depends on. I'm I'm gonna cut in here and while you're looking, and it just yeah. depends on what those eight projects are before Kang Dynasty, because you've got a lot of potential there to do a lot of damage or to for Kang to build up a lot if he's gonna have an Avengers film named after him. You've got 
potentially Doom to build up. Um, yeah. If it's Kang and Doom doing Battle World together. Um, I mean, we, we, we do have confirmation now that Kang that, is the big bad. Yeah. And I believe that at the, like, maybe 20, 30 minutes into Kang Dynasty, the Avengers win. But they're setting up, but it, it's basically them spending the rest of the time trying to fight these variants of Kang while also trying to keep the multiverse together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just going to be like a bonanza of a film where yeah, you've it, got it really people is. being pulled in, in, in one direction and then in another universe and then all of that weird, crazy shit going on. So it's going to be interesting to watch as far as... it's Yeah, it's going to be a really interesting one to watch because I think if done correctly, it will basically ruin and like it needs to set it up because people just think that secret wars is going to be a cameo fest right mm-hmm. that's what everyone thinks it's going to be a cameo i still fest. think i still happen. think it will be honestly um and so i'm and, and i'm okay with that if the mm-hmm. thing that preceded it has a good enough story but if they're just doing it to have if they're just if they rest on the laurels a little bit with kang dynasty with the promise that everyone's going to see Robert Downey Jr. return as as, <laughs> an, as like a alternate universe Iron Man or whatever. Um, I think that's a very real possibility. But I'm hoping I'm hoping that uh, Kang Dynasty is good because you've got like I would just love to see Kang Dynasty being a film all about Kang and every single hero or villain that he's encountered throughout all of time. And it's him revisiting those to basically go off and and set up that first multiversal war mm-hmm. that we heard about in Loki. So he goes yeah. back and he asks, because we, we know from the Ant-Man trailer that he says, have I killed you? You're an Avenger, have I killed you? So he's met the Avengers before. Kang has met the Avengers. So I think we're going to see a bit more of that in, in Kang Dynasty. That's what I think. Um. Yeah, no, I looked up the slate because I wanted to see what the timeline was between the movies. There's two projects in between the two. And my thing is, yeah, there's two projects in summer 2025 before Secret Wars. But if the end of Kang Dynasty is so cataclysmic that it requires a follow-up six months later, what could those two projects be in between? And will they somehow be linked to the events? of the end of Kang Dynasty. I would like to think so. And it will so. just be Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, oh, that was, but that was on top of it, I don't think Avengers Secret Wars is it and then we're done. I understand I understand that Secret Wars is going to close out with Phase 6 and then that's the end of the multiverse saga. But Secret Wars is such, such a huge thing in the Marvel Universe that I don't know how they do that in one movie. And I saw a really cool theory, and I kind of like it, that Avengers Kang Dynasty is Secret Wars in a way. Avengers Kang Dynasty, at the end of it, Secret Wars will begin or what we call secret wars will begin like battle world is formed or something. And all the multiverses are on this are on this gigantic planet. 
Um, and in between Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars, we're going to get projects that all take place on Battleworld happening at, you know, in different places um, and kind of forming the coalitions that end up getting formed in the comics. These these groups that form together, they form almost nations in a way of just fighting for their life. Um, so those will be Disney Plus series, right? That's what I that's what I would assume that they would be Disney Plus series tied to uh, whatever happened at the end of King Dynasty. And then Secret Wars will be the ending of the story because I don't see a world where Marvel is able to do Secret Wars in one movie and that's it. Even if it's three hours long like Endgame, you still cannot cover the ground that needs to be covered for the entire Secret Wars event um, when it comes mm-hmm. to... And if we're going on the route that Doom will somehow be involved with it, um, Reed and Doom. Reed and Doom's relationship is a very pinnacle part of Secret Wars. If they're going off the, the Hickman Secret Wars in 2015, which is most obvious that they are. Um, yeah, I don't know. Those two projects, and for all we know, there's most likely more projects in Phase 6 we have no idea about right now that could fill in gaps um and stuff so i don't know we'll we'll have to wait and see but i i'm I'm hoping they don't try and do secret wars in just that one movie make it a full event that's what i'm saying yeah yeah like have everything have the same subtitle or something or i don't know have it be solo outings and i think it what it will be will be that um just because I don't have any other title to go with, um, I will be Secret Wars something. That will be the first event series or the second event series, um, yeah. the one that just that's just before Secret Wars. But I, it could be something like Secret Wars Prologue, mm-hmm. um, if they're using subtitles, which we know they are because they're doing it for Agatha and for Daredevil. Mm-hmm. And we spoke a little bit about it, Rob, that if they just do that, Secret Wars as a subtitle would be amazing because you could do yeah. avengers secret wars x-men secret wars fantastic, fantastic Four secret yeah, wars and just carry it yeah secret wars and just give everybody um, like projects we already have franchises that we already have just give them a project it doesn't have to be full length for for all that i care you could literally film film our specials where it's literally this person secret wars and just give us them on battle world or something like that just an update on where everybody's at how all of these things link together. And then when we get to Secret Wars, it's a three hour long, you know, climactic end to everything that we've seen get built up. Okay, then what if what if Kang Dynasty ends with Battleworld being formed, right? Mm-hmm. And then the two titles are Battleworld and Battleworld and then it goes straight that. into Avengers Secret Wars. I would love it if those two projects, if there's nothing else in between there, those two projects are Battleworld projects. There's time jumps. There's time jumps yeah. in between projects where one can take place. So you see it get formed. We know where everybody's at. They're on Battleworld. Now it ends. First project, say it's a month or so in. A month, month, two months into Battleworld. Here's where everybody's at. Then the other one comes out with, a, with this other group. It's a couple more months. And then by the time we get to Secret Wars, it's been such a long span of time that these people have spent on Battleworld. And we get all the exposition we need on what's going on. And then we can do Secret Wars. I think that would be perfect. 
Yeah. Yeah. Synergy. 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 I love yeah. it when we agree. I lo- well, I say I love it when we agree. I love it when people agree with my ideas. I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> Anybody face? We've got um, we've got some questions to go through. We do. Let's we get do. Up. The question is what, and it comes from Trevor Hook, which is at Huckleberry with three R's, right? Twenty-two. Cool. Whatever. Um, what information do we have on Secret Wars? Is there any speculation or information on how they plan to make it happen? My answer to that is just rewind like ten minutes, Trevor, because I mean, if you got to this part, then screw it—you already know where you are. Yeah. Um, but. As for what happens after Super Wars, we may have some information. If I say it, Disney might email me and be like, take this podcast down. Uh, or email Josh <laughs> and be like, yeah. take, get rid of Mo. I'll see a red dot when I wake up in my room, <laughs> just on my head. It's like shining through my blinds, being like, oh, and it's, it's the man himself. Um, I think, I think we know fairly easily what the next saga of the mcu is going to be yeah and if you don't if you don't know what that's going to be you can just google it i'll tell you the link to google it (laughs) um but yeah we've already answered that question trevor sorry you should have been been here earlier um thanks thanks for the question trevor yes thank you trevor Mm -hmm. we have one from hunter balding from that hashtag show and he asks it's a, it's a non-Marvel question. Uh, what was your favourite non-Marvel property shown at Comic-Con? Um, Non-Marvel Rob, slash non-DC. Non, yeah, non-DC. Yeah. Me and Rob had a nice, lovely little chit-chat before, before we started recording. And I mentioned Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Now, I have, outside of Stranger Things, I have absolutely zero knowledge of what this franchise is i know it's a game i know there's like wizards and stuff and 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 creatures and everything and i was i was really sold by the trailer um i think it's an okay ensemble i think it's 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 good um and i was i really liked the trailer i thought it was it was really good um so i'm i'm excited for that one next year um i will confirm the cast listing is not wrong. He is in the trailer. Richard John Page is in that movie. <laughs> or is he? <laughs> or is he? Was it a mistake? No, they just edited him in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, They just had footage of him acting then, acting in, yeah. in the show in full makeup and everything. But uh, for me, mine is coming this September, September 2nd, Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. Yes. Um, only because I like the Lord of the Rings films. I really did like them. Um, I don't go back and rewatch them, but I'm willing to. I'm willing to get stuck into a good, big budget fantasy universe again. Um, and it sort of feels like a reboot for fans. Like new fans can get into it. Old fans will like it, and and it will be. We, everyone's been looking for that next Game of Thrones, something that just captivates everyone's mm. collective consciousness. And I believe that this has got the best shot of any show that's come out since then to be able to do that. It's, Isn't it the most expensive thing. show ever? 
Yes, it is because yeah. I mean that's until Daredevil <laughs> Born Again comes out. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, at, at one billion in promised production value, um, it's the most expensive show ever produced because um, I believe that they set a budget of two hundred of two hundred million per season, um, mm. and they plan five seasons, so they know the ending. Um, it's only going to be five seasons. It's going to be, I imagine it's going to be one season every two years. Um, yeah. yeah. Just because of, I don't know, logistics, budget as well, um, and, and things like that. Because, yeah, but they've committed a lot of money to it. They, I believe they also paid something like 200 million or 250 million for the rights to have it. Mm-hmm. So they pay, they, they've invested a lot of money in it. And they're going to want to make sure that they sustain that for a really long time. Um, but if they give a time scale of it, it's going to be in the con in the the public's consciousness for the next ten years, um, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. It's it's going to be something that Amazon promotes the hell out of. Yeah, we saw a bit at Super Bowl. Like you don't see trailers for shows coming out six months before the show is ready to come out, right? Yeah. Um, it's to say, like we we're all aware that amazon is investing a lot of money this is at like production budgets of that that 1 billion production budget that 250 million they spent on the rights that's outside of marketing and they are marketing this a lot marketing is usually i think it's something it's usually like 1.5x anyway um so they're spending a lot on, on doing this i just hope that they do it well um i hope that it doesn't rely on just visuals and there's actually a compelling story that mm-hmm. makes you want to tune in week to week and it doesn't overwhelm you with because one of the things that can be quite scary about lord of the rings approaching it now um is that it overwhelms you with law with world building um mm-hmm. that's one of the scariest things about reading tolkien is he'll spend like six pages describing a leaf and i'm like come on man i don't i don't need to know this i don't need to know just exactly how many veins that leaf had um you, you can feel free to but and I'm hoping that the show captures the essence of that without yeah as I said overwhelming you with things I'm hoping that the languages are well thought out and consistent because I believe that it has the potential to really be that next big thing that everyone is watching because mm-hmm. there's Lord of the Rings um, and I don't think there's going to be anything if it's done well, I don't think there's going to be anything that tops it. Um, and you know me, I cover series mainly, and I'm I'm on this one. So yeah, I'm I'm very excited about it, only because I've stayed away pretty much from trailers. Uh, I've seen the odd shot here and there. It looks fantastic. It looks great. Don't have yeah. a clue about what the story is. I I just know it um, takes place like way way before in the timeline before the fellowship and this is yeah. like the other age of middle earth way before anything happened how everything mm. happened but yeah my before they killed all that, the black people uh yeah oh okay <laughs> anyway um if it does poorly which i mean i feel like it'll be hard for it being such a big property but if it starts getting a negative connotation put around it feel like that's a very bad look especially for them to start on this first season because they're going to have a major competitor with house of the dragon at the exact same time Mm, no 
I don't I, think that I House think of the Dragon. I, I think it'll. I think it's going to give it a run for its money. I I disagree. I'm excited and I am covering House of the Dragon, mm. but I don't think that House of the Dragon is going to come close to Lord of the Rings, only because of how badly everyone felt burned by Game of Thrones, the ending. Like you don't, you don't. Did you both either of you like watch it live and would? Did either of you watch it live when it was? Yeah. Yep, I was in you my high school lock-in. <laughs> my high school lock-in for graduation, and I was at the I was at lunch table on my phone. And I was watching it because I had just released. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> I I remember watching it because I think I, I must have been at uni or like in my final years of uni. I can't even remember when it ended. Um, and I would stay up and watch it because it was simulcast on Sky. Um, so I'd stay up and watch it and I would just be, and, and I remember just being like, oh my God, oh my God, this is really what they're doing. This is what they're doing. This is how they're ending it. This is yeah. what? Um, and until, and I, and I really, yeah, I just don't think that it's going to be as, I don't think that it's going to, it's going to fascinate as many people. They've got a lot of well-known actors and part of the charm of Game of Thrones was discovering these new actors uh, mm at the start of their careers or these people who've been around for a while but haven't really had a big break. Yeah. Uh, that was part of the charm of Game of Thrones, but you've got funny Matt Smith there. Like Yeah. Um, I remember Will Poulter was attached to Rings of Power for a period of time before you dropped out. Yeah. It was like one of the first major why. casting announcements. I, I don't know. I don't, dropped out. I, I don't know. I don't remember why he dropped out, but I do remember seeing he was like the first big person they announced whenever they were starting yeah. to like talk about the show and then Silly. he dropped out. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, my, that's my, anyway, we got way distracted there, but my favorite non-Marvel <laughs> DC pro- property show in a Comic-Con, Rings of Power, Rob's is? I did agree with Josh on D&D. Movie-wise, that is it. Overall though, it's pretty small, but it's my niche. Smiling Friends special coming out on August 7th. Smiling Friends go to Brazil. It's a little oh. special they're releasing in between season one and two, and that got announced there. And that is probably, other than Marvel and DC, my most excited uh, announcement that they made. And we are smiling, friends, at that news. We are very smiling. Uh, no, no we're, we're not. Do you know what the show's about, Josh? They're smiling. And they're off to Brazil? <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's adults swimming uh, Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot of these... It's about this uh, this group, this company that stops people from. They, okay, oh, their their job okay. is to make people smile. The first okay. episode is that, but their job is just to make people smile if they need it. Okay. Uh, I think yeah, we've we've got one more question left actually. Okay. Yeah. How do you hope that the MCU expands on cultural representation going forward after Miss Marvel and the representation the Muslim community received within it? Do you want more. to start? Yeah. More. Do I want to start? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder <no>. why. <laughs> Shut up. God damn. No, I think more more is always better. And I think more, we're getting course. we're getting a lot. Um obviously. Uh, Wakanda Forever, Echo. I think Echo will be really good. I think Echo's going to be um, really good for it. For representation. I think Echo's probably going to expand more on her Native American background as well. Well, 
I th- I, th- I think that more is better. Um, I think in recent years the MCU has suffered at times from performative uh, representation. Um, so when it's more thought out um, and there's more of it, obviously, more, like it's it's a better thing. And there are there's plenty of opportunities, especially with the announced titles in Phase Five for this this better representation, which is is really exciting. So yeah. I I believe Echo. Great. Um, Echo will be a good one. Captain America New World Order is... It feels like Captain America New World Order is going to be a lot about... If they tap into... Re, if they really tap into the political thriller aspect, the conspiracy theories aspect of it, um, this New World Order is linked two conspiracy theories now um i hope that they carry on the themes that were set up in falcon and winter soldier um as far as what it means to be black in america um because i still think that's a debate that people are going to be having in two years time because it's still going to be an issue in two years time things like this don't get fixed with a six episode disney plus show um and it's not going to be it's not going to be an easy watch for a lot of people um, because, and I think the, the reason that a lot of people like Black Panther is it's amazing for African representation and even with Killmonger, uh, African-American representation um, as far as wanting reparations. And he really sort of cuts to the bone there right right from the off with um, what his, his first scene in the museum. Uh, oh. in in Black Panther and I think a lot of but a lot of people like Black Panther because I, they felt it was more palatable because it's about a fictional country but when you've got a black man wearing the shield of Captain America and representing America in the universe it becomes a lot less palatable for people but I think it's a, it's something that people need to watch it's going to be 100%. It's going to be a film that people in America need to watch. I mean, people all over the world, but particularly people in America need to watch uh, in order to to really realize that, look, these things, these issues are going on in America as well. Because Black Panther takes place in Wakanda. It's a fictional nation and it's got this, it's Afrofuturism. So it's, it's basically a utopia for all intents and purposes. But um, apart from, you know, constant invasion from aliens but uh with i mean america has had its fair share of aliens as well so yeah uh anyway yeah with captain america you're gonna be you're getting a different type of representation it's not what it's like to be an african in a fictional country it's what it's like to be an african and an african-american in america right now um that's what you get with captain america uh new world order and i think that it's going to be as far as it being culturally representative, it's going to be culturally re- representative. It's got Malcolm Spellman writing it. It's got I forget I forget the guy the director's name. Um, does someone got it? Um, oh my gosh, it was in the trade report. Um, Julius Ona. Yeah, Julius Ona. Um, yeah. Um, he's directing it and you're going to have that that culture there um and it's not going to be as it's not going to be as nice to watch 
as Black Panther is because you can't lose yourself in something that reflects the real world so closely. But I also think that it's coming at a very, very necessary time for the MCU to really tackle issues that were, I, I don't, don't want to talk down on it, but relegated to Disney Plus, but talk about them on a big screen, um, on the big screen. And that's where I think you can get a lot of deep representation that might not be entirely obvious to a lot of people when they watch it the first time. Just mm-hmm. like how Falcon and Winter Soldier wasn't obvious to a lot of people when they watched it and people still rate it as like one of the lowest Disney Plus series. But I rank it as one of my highest because it was less about stupid flag smashes and more about Sam. Anyway. Anyway, that's me done on my on my run about that. Um, yeah, the only kind of thing I want to throw in is that we need more. Definitely, we need more re- uh, representation. We need more diversity. And we will always get that. But I think when we get the mutants is when it's really, really going to ramp up with the uniqueness and of, of the different cultures. I think we need more diversity and representation matters. And I'm glad that Marvel Studios is not scared to take these issues to the big screen. Definitely. I think there are they are a little bit. <laughs> well with, with Cap with are. Cap Four with Cap Four coming up, I think if they tackle the issues that you just spoke of, um not that it shows that they're too scared, but I I just want them to just take that that stand that there uh, there will always be the criticism from the ignorant and bigots, and for Marvel Studios to continue on with these things. Pause the fuck recording for fuck's sake <laughs> yeah no, I'm, I'm not gonna go anywhere with that you i froze you froze a bit but anyway um no well i my my thing i'm not trying to completely bash marvel but i also i'm not gonna just sit there and say oh they're they're excellent and they're not afraid to do things because they very clearly are afraid to break the mold a little bit and break break free from the PG-13 family-friendly nuclear parent image. Mm-hmm. Um, a 12-second scene that they kept in in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness isn't great representation as far as that. A pride pin on America Chavez's jacket, not great representation as far as LGBT representation. And you get an actual um, LGBT a uh, mixed race couple in Eternals and it's the worst rated Marvel film of all time <laughs> so it's one of those things where it feels like it feels like they don't want to they don't want to take huge swings as far as representation goes because it's all well and good having a black man lead a franchise um, but it's what they do with that character are they going to make him a black man who's Captain America or are they going to make him 
Captain America who happens to be black. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a very nuanced debate around that. Well, it should be nuanced, um, but it's just very reactionary because it's well and good having... If, if, all, if all you're doing is saying that it's Sam Captain or Sam Cap or whatever it is, then you're not understanding what it is. Is he going to... Is he going to be this... Like, is, is he going to be a character that black people can relate to or is he just going to be is he going to be like a liberal version do you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like is he going to be is he going to be like the the black friend that every every non-racist white person has mm-hmm. that hypothetical or is he going to be an actual black man who is captain america um yeah and I don't think he has to fit into a stereotype to fulfill that. I just want to see his personality and his experiences growing up black, being a black man in America. I want to see that shine through. And if I see that, then I'll know that Marvel is taking this seriously. Um, but until I see that, I don't feel that they are taking representation seriously because I feel like I feel like the goodwill um, of the black community feeling represented has sort of gone away at this point as far as Black Panther goes and then Wakanda Forever is going to reignite it and then in two years' time or three years' time. Is it two years' time? Three years' time. Me too, I believe. Is 2024 or is it 20? Oh, it's 24. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, two years' time, I don't know if that's still going to be there depending on how they, how well they use their other black characters like Rhodey. Hopefully September we get him. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, and Riri Williams are are they going to are they going to properly are they going to be as intersectional as you would hope that they'd be with the people that because they're doing it seems from from the outside perspective or from a kind of outside inside perspective they're hiring the right people to write the stories to direct the stories. But when it comes to the execution, I don't know what happens. I just don't know, and it and it it stresses me out. Well, not stresses me out. I don't lose sleep over it, but I get frustrated when. Yeah, I just I it, it just generally does frustrate me a little bit when I see a storyline that could have gone one way and could have tackled real issues, and it doesn't. Um, because you can still have your superhero explosion fun and and i still enjoy that and i enjoy these characters interacting with other characters and i don't think everything needs to have uh be in black and white and filmed in a four three aspect ratio of um but thank you i do i do think that there's that this that marvel's got the audience now to be able to tell these stories and make a real difference because if you think about the impact that storylines like the x-men had on um, on people as far as welcoming it was made in the civil rights movement during the civil rights movement or as a result of it mm-hmm. um, and you look at the the impact those storylines had on people then um, you can really do your these films are the new comics for a lot of people they will a lot of kids now and a lot of teenagers now and young adults now will never pick up a comic book in their life because they've got 
this there, they've got a back catalogue of 25 or 26 films and TV series, uh, films and then what, 10 TV series to, to be able to watch. And they've got new things coming every week until November 5th, 2025, <laughs> that they know. So so you, you have the, the chance to really impact and, 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 and be impressionable on, on people. But if you're, if, if you're not effectively representing things or portraying issues in a, re, in, a, in a realistic, but like obviously over heightened way, then I don't think you're doing your job as, I, I don't think you're doing the genre of comics justice. That's just my thoughts on it, but that was very deep. I'm sorry. Really deep. Oh, who knew who knew that I could be so deep? <laughs> Is there anything you both want to finally add about SDCC? Or are you all like have you got it all out? Obviously Rob, you're still recovering from the Daredevil news. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think I think that's that's everything. Um, I of, was. I I have a question. Sorry, sorry to cut yeah. you off. Sorry. Out of every single thing that was announced and every single thing that we know is coming, that wasn't announced, but we know for a fact is coming. What are the three projects you are most excited for? Not theoretically pro- theoretical projects. We're only talking about ones that have either been confirmed by Marvel, confirmed by trade. Um, or confirmed by a trademark. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I obviously mentioned Blade before when we talked about the Phase Five titles and what we were looking forward yeah. to. But but are you more excited about Fantastic Four than are you more excited about Blade than Fantastic Four? Well, no. Fantastic Four is okay. like such a big a big thing. Um, I'm just I'm I'm more excited about the the potential more than anything. Obviously, moving moving past these these announced titles, there's there's just so much more that this all could be leading to. Obviously, we know we've got those two um, big Avengers films, but like we've said, there is there's that potential for stuff in between. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm more excited for obviously Fantastic Four than Blade. But I don't know in terms of the trademarks though. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm such a shill that I'm excited for everything. Um, the best way to put it is there's nothing on that list that I'm not excited for. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing, but I'm just, we're at, we're at this stage now where we've got so many different corners of the MCU that because we've had a taste of everything, there's nothing that I don't particularly want. Um, so yeah. Just all of it. I'm excited for all of it. Um, if I had to pick three, Fantastic Four, The Academy, whatever the actual title was, and I won't say The Avengers films. Um, I'll say Daredevil. Blade. I'll just say, yeah, Blade or Daredevil. They're close enough. What about you, um, Said stuff from trades as well that hasn't been announced. Trades and trademarks. All right. So Daredevil, Fantastic Four, The Mutants. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 
You agree, right? Yeah. Well, that, that last one. So, so true. That last one. Okay, so obviously, obviously Agatha. I don't know why I'm so excited for Agatha. I just am. Uh, I think that I think that it's going to be a really trippy. It's going to be a spiritual successor to One Division. I don't imagine that we're going to see Wonder in it. I hope we don't, because I believe that these two characters need to spend some time apart. Um, Agatha needs to figure her shit out. Um, and figure out who she is without the Darkhold, because Wanda's just gone and destroyed it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's destroyed it in every single universe as well, so it's not... She, like, she needs to figure out who she is as a witch. She's been on the Darkhold for 400-odd years, so she's got to figure, th- figure some things out, um, and I'm so there for it. Like, she's going to be building her coven. It's going to have, allegedly, um, some people in it, that some actresses, that, two actresses that I really like, or actors, yeah, two actors that I really, really like. Um, and I'm not saying who they are because, um, but uh, I'll, I'll tell you after. Um, but I'm excited for Agatha. Uh, it's not the one I'm most excited for. Most excited, or second most excited, Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Most excited is, drum roll please. Shang Chi: Wreckage of Time. Okay. Shang Chi and the Wreckage of Time. Yeah. <laughs> time is gonna be wrecked. It's it's gonna be wrecked, and Shang Chi is at the center of it. And even though I'm not the biggest Aquafina fan, um, I really did not mind her in Shang Chi like because her. I thought I like she was very powerful. Yeah, that's oh, okay. Yeah, she was she was very palatable. Um and I just want to see more of because I really love this idea of Talo being this hub for all of the kind of East Asian Chinese mythology. Um like all these different creatures that come up in throughout the various texts throughout all of history. I just love that and I want to see it's not going to be explored that much more, but I'd love to see I just, I'd, I'd love to return to Talo. Um, I'd like to see more of Michelle Yeoh. Um, mm. I don't know what role she could play in this, but there was a whole other, like, you saw, you saw the thing, there was a whole other city that was way more advanced than anything people have on Earth. Um, so I want to see more of Talo in, in, in that shape. I want to see the cities. I love, I love cities. <laughs> no, but I think, I think Shang-Chi is, as far as the Avengers go and setting up a team, he's one of the people to be setting up a team, be be a member of the, the new Avengers. And he's connected, This the Ten Rings, these artifacts that he's carrying around with him are connecting in really strange ways, either to Miss Marvel um, and potentially to the Kree, which would connect to the Marvels, which might connect to Secret Invasion. So it's th- these things are coming up in really weird ways, and then obviously you have the the Hulk theory as well. So I just want to see where he places in the MCU. When's that going to get started? What are we going to see there? How like when's the next Shang Chi film coming coming out? And it's just it's such a one. Like I really I I rewatch Shang Chi a lot. I've I've seen it probably double digits now at this point. Um, it's it was just such a good 
film and as far as like i don't care about seeing a wenwu prequel story um yeah. i don't care about that um we saw the prequel story in the first 10 minutes of shangji so we don't need it um <laughs> but i just want like i want to see that exploration of him his character a bit more because i feel like he you got his personality as shown but not as shangji um and i want to see him grow into more of a hero there because he embraced it nicely i thought he didn't really resist it that much um mm-hmm. but yeah anyway i'd like to see more of him even though similarly you and i have twitter beef <laughs> had twitter beef back in 2020 <laughs> but yeah it's fine i still love you simon oh no i don't actually maybe i do you can cut that out it's fine <laughs> but yeah all, all right then um that was a really good really good episode um as always it was very long as always don't forget to follow streamer on all our social platforms we are regularly posting on twitter facebook and tiktok uh if you just search streamer news on all those platforms we are also on the website thestreamer.com there's no e um as always um you can obviously find rob on his social medias they will be in the description as always and once again mo uh, thanks for joining us today, Mo. It was very fun having thank you here. For your insights. Thank you for letting me. Thank you for letting me onto the podcast. That's under a site that I own. <laughs> yes, of course. Thank you for allowing me. You yeah. were allowed. I'm glad I could come and roll. <laughs> oh God, yeah. I'm joking. They're gonna think I'm horrible. I am horrible, but I'm not that horrible. Help us! <laughs> I mean, you are. You are literally. It does look like you're in jail. I am. Like, I, I should have had the stripy top on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Sorry. Anyways, yeah, thank you. Yeah. It's great. It was great having you on, as always. Um, be sure to keep your eyes peeled for the next episode of What's Streaming. Uh, please do tell your friends. Share this around. Uh, we want to build a nice little audience. And we will see you for the next one. Wait. What's on, what's on the next one? I don't know. Lewis is meant to be coming on to talk about Drag Race. So, also...